Welcome to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin. And how's it going, you guys? I have been wanting to talk to you about this for some time now. This one particular topic uh, is so good, y'all. I have some questions. I recently posted on Instagram, right? What is the difference? And if there's a difference, you're following me. Look, 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 look. Get, get ready for this. Is it a difference between dating exclusively versus being in a committed relationship? Again, let me go ahead and repeat that again, you know, just for the ones, but my people in the back. Is there a difference between dating exclusively versus being in a committed relationship? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And I got a bit of mixed reactions, I would say. You know, I feel like a lot of times people don't really know exactly how to navigate the verbiage and what the expectations are when you're dating exclusively versus, in my opinion, being in a relationship because it's a a difference. I feel it's a difference. And a lot of other dating experts, wait, hold on. What Nikki Moose said. Look, not to say that I'm a dating expert because Lord knows I'm not. But, you know, I'll be putting myself out here for the world, you know, as a guinea pig. Y'all know I sacrifice myself (laughs) and my sanity (laughs) for the art of love. Let me tell you, baby. Okay, so look, I'm no dating expert. I'm just a dating scientist. (laughs) You know what? I'm just going to call myself a scientist of love. Ooh, y'all heard it first. Kenny Heflin from Nude Radio is a scientist of love. Mm, I like the I like I like the ring of that. Mm-hmm. I think with all my years of extensive darling, extensive research, and extensive experiments, I've earned my credentials. Right, I've done the work. Okay. And I continue to do the work, but Lord knows, uh, I hope I don't need to experiment anymore. Okay. Just saying, because what the streets have nothing for you at all, but just deception and just uncertainty. And I mean, (laughs) good dick, good booty, but false promises, false hopes. I mean, (laughs) let's not even go there. Y'all know I get triggered and shit. You know, the streets be triggering me, y'all. I'm just so tired of it. I pray that all of us stay off the streets. But, you know, it's fun to be like the little porch lady or like, you know, to like be that nosy neighbor that stares out the window every now and again and makes a little stinky face. (laughs) So let's get into the topic at hand. 
is dating exclusively different from being in a committed relationship? And I had a poll on Instagram and on Twitter, and people said that it's a difference. Majority of people said it's a difference, right? Some felt that it's the same thing. It's just the verbiage, the wording is different, which I can get it. But at the same time, it's like, no, you got to know the nuance between the two. I mean, it's complexities are just that complex. So let's get into it. So, of course, like you guys know, relationships, they happen in stages, right? You know, you meet the person that you kind of are interested in and they court you and then you court them back and you guys just like start to talk on the phone and you're like, you know, twisting your hair up and you're on the phone for hours and you get the butterflies and all of that stuff, right? But in the meantime, in between time, you're trying not to put all your hopes just in one person. You're trying not to put all your eggs in one basket, as people tend to say, right? As if it's easy to find more than one person that you're actually genuinely interested in. Right, yeah. Let's not even, look, we ain't gonna get on that, okay? But, I mean, sometimes, like, you do happen to have, like, that one person that you have your attention on, and you can pretty much bet money that this is the person that you want overall and that you actually want to pursue something serious with right but you have people maybe one or two people maybe three i mean look if y'all play this and just say that but you may have like more than one or two people on your roster right just as fallback what i call insurance that sounds so bad but i mean it's like an insurance policy but at the same time, it's really not because it's just like, look, most times, let, look, look, let's be honest. And maybe I'm going to say this out loud. Say, for example, you got that one person, right? No matter if you chose to pursue them first and you're courting them and you guys are interested in each other mutually, okay? Because we want it to be mutual, ideally, or the other way around. And you're getting to know each other, you're talking on the phone, you're hanging out every time, you know, all this stuff. But you have like two other people that you could have been dealing with from the beginning. And things just was never like really panning out, but they were nice people or they had good sex or whatever the case is, right? So you don't want to actually let go of them because it's like, well, I don't want to put my eggs in one basket because that's what we're told, right? We're told not to put all of our hopes in one person. And again, that is, look, it's perfectly understandable. It is. I mean, it's realistic. But at the same time, it's just like, if you can't really find that much quality, nine times out of ten, those people that you have as your, what I call it, an insurance policy, they're going to always stay there because they're never going to progress. They're never going to elevate past just what they're there for, which is a reason why they have stayed where they were. Like it plateaued at a certain point or you just happen to realize that again, like these people are nice 
guys, in my opinion, right? I mean, they're nice guys. They're great. They're sweet. Bless their hearts. But you don't want anything serious with them. They don't have what you're looking for, right? Because again, nine times out of 10, if they did, if they did have something that could spark some type of interest in you, right? They would have most likely shown that. I mean, let's be honest, they would have shown that already. And then something on your little, your meter, you know, would have gone ding, 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 ding. Maybe I should get to know this person a little bit more other than just like fucking them, right? Possibly, maybe. So these insurance policies are pretty much people that are just there to keep your bed warm, I guess, if that's what you need. Just, I mean, but for me, honestly, like I, I've never been able to date more than one person at a time. And when I actually date someone, I actually mean date. Like I'm interested in you. I'm interested in getting to know you. I'm interested in spending time with you and now giving you priority over anybody. If I do happen to have somebody there, which again, I don't in that type of way, you know, in the past, I've had people who were again, great guys, great guys. Don't get it twisted. But at the same time, they just served a particular purpose. And I'm not saying that these people are not, I don't want to dehumanize people, right? But we are adults and we know that certain people may just serve certain purposes in our lives. And that could be for non-sexual things. It doesn't always have to be sexual at all. You know, like that's one thing that people can get like misconstrued is that, oh, well, this person has to be able to just be there for sex, you know? And it's like, no, I mean, they could be people that you hang out with, somebody that you go listen to live music with, or someone that you work out with. And I don't know, like y'all, I don't fucking know. You know, look, who am I to dictate what the fuck you do in your love life? But I just know from my personal opinion and like my personal experience, at least this is just me, just me. Uh, don't beat me up. But I know like we've had like, you know, your roster, right? Come on. Now. Like, let's be real. People have had like the rosters. But again, those were people that you were not interested in in a romantic way. So those insurance policies they're not really insurance policies because you were never going to pick them in the the first place because again if they kind of showed any type of spark you would have noticed it but here it is this one person this one person happens to catch your attention right they have the things that make you smile the things that you are now intrigued with you know you want to be able to like get close to them and get to know them and you want to invest time in right don't we love that you know you get like the butterflies when you see their name pop up like good morning or how's your day you know like those cute little things that we all love right 
I know I do. Like, I love those kind gestures. Like, I love good morning texts. I love just like that in the middle of the day, you know, how's your day going? You know, oh, my day's going good. I'm still working. I got like a few hours left or whatever. Then I'm going to go home, go to the gym, run some errands and blah, 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 right? Like, I love... I'm such a fan of like the midday check-in and it can just be brief. You know, it doesn't like, that's the thing. Like I don't, I don't have to text you throughout the day. You know, if it's a time difference or whatever, like whoever beats each other to the punch, I guess, even if you're in the same city, right? That good morning text is just, it's nice. It's for me. It's nice. Like when you introduce that to me, I, love it because I get like, I look forward to it after a while. Right. So it's so sweet. Like it's, it's just sweet. I I love it. You know, just saying, and like the little midday text, I'm here for it. Oh, how romantic, right? Oh, so sweet. But again, back to the topic at hand, when you are with that one person, you try not to put your eggs in one basket. But for me, I by default cannot help but automatically put my eggs in one basket because dating in LA has been difficult to say the least. I've been out here for nine years, y'all. Nine whole years. Like I moved here when I was 22 years old. I'm about to be 32 very soon. Okay. Very soon. And it's not been kind in the dating scene. I mean, it's not a lot of quality. It's a tons of quantity. And Lord knows I have lived a life in my previous years. I've learned a lot, but plenty, plenty of quantity, but where's the quality? So when you do happen to find somebody that, I mean, looking back on it and stuff like they were definitely trash, but that's neither here nor there. You were interested in them at the time and it was cute. You know, they sparked your interest and it was like butterflies and sweetness and you genuinely wanted to get to know them. And it's just like, for me, I don't like many men like that. You know, uh, when I look back on it now counting currently, I've only had feelings for like legitimate, genuine feelings. And that's like, I'll put like the love and stuff like that. And in, in, I'll include that all too. I think five people. No, actually six. Six. Wow. My God. In all of my life. Because I was never the person to date. My friends, my family members, everyone knew like I was never the one to date. I was always the bachelor who minded his business, was super chill, very laid back, went to the movies, watered his plants, you know, grew his plants introverted most times, stepped out, had a good time. You know, I had that 
single life. You know, I had that peace for the most part when it came to being single, at least where, you know, I had the people that I would call like my, my person that, you know, if I wanted to have sex or something like that, like I had that person, you know, and this was somebody that, or maybe one or two people that I had been with for years, for years. And again, no shade to them, but they served a purpose. I mean, I'm sure I served a purpose in people's sexual life, right? Because it's not just about us. It's the fact that we probably were just that for somebody else. Because again, we're not going to be everybody's type. So understandably, I can admit that I'm not everybody's type. And for whatever reasons, I could have been just that sexual person for someone else. And that's no shade. Look, because look, 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 catch this. If I wanted to pursue them in that type of way, I would have. And if they didn't see me that type of way, that's perfectly fine because I didn't see them that type of way. So we didn't lose out on anything, right? So we never thought anything else but to do what we were doing. Whatever that particular agreement and expectation was, we held tight to that. We stayed in our lanes and we uh, knew our roles and we what? Played them well. Just saying. Look, if all you need to do is show up with some booty, clean that shit, make sure that shit is tight, squeeze the dick, push the hole, like, you know, push the hole out when you can fuck. Like, I mean, look, we know things, right? Or if you are somebody that you casually go out on a town with, like your company, you know, like those are always great too. I don't know if you just want like a, a modern day pen pal, you know, and those are always cute too, but it's just like, for whatever reason, like that person just never again evolves to that next level of interest where you want to pursue them in a romantic type of way. We know those experiences, right? We know those people, we know those people and it's fine. But when you meet that person, the one that really just catches your attention and you just can't help it for me i cannot help it i by default just don't like many people so i just it's not that i try to do this but my attention is now diverted to that one person you know in the past i've had people where i would still have like you know my roster until things start getting serious with the person and stuff like that you know but at the same time that never really worked you know currently i remember it was just like i met the guy that who the fuck would have known that i would have been so interested in like ugh, like the energy between us was just like crazy it was like magnetic, like who would have thought? Because I just remember going into it, just being open-minded and just receiving whatever I got, right? Not knowing that our connection was going to be just that, a connection. Like who the fuck would have thought? But I welcomed it. And 
I just knew that from that point, I wanted to invest my time in him. You know, they caught my attention. I mean, they had me, like my mom would say, they had me wide open. (laughs) They had my, my eyes wide the fuck open. So I only wanted to invest time in them. I only wanted to get to know them as I usually am like, right? But it was different because, I mean, I think the difference between now, me dating now in my 30s versus in my 20s, I just, I was already cutting off the people who were like on my roster. I had started that. Like if we have a timeline, for for example, I met and like, I I would say I truly met him in August. I was already starting to cut off guys from my roster from years. I mean, years. They're all great guys. But I was already starting to cut them off like around July, June, July, um, the very beginning of August. You know, it was already starting to transition out. Just because at that point, I was starting to get pissed off. And I've explained it in previous episodes in like Fuck the Streets episode and Fighting Temptation. And I've, I've mentioned it a few episodes ago, but I was starting to get annoyed because what I wanted was starting to change. I mean, truly what I wanted. And, you know, like I said in those previous episodes, I would have these stints every few years, every few months out the years, you know, at least like since I was 28, I would say that I would just get over guys because I would start to feel like I was used. You know, I would start to feel like I was only a piece of meat, you know, and I was only just a sexual object to someone. Right. And I would get pissed because I went, I don't like that. And then I would just just be off of guys in total for like two months. Right. And then here it is now. I just started to get pissed. Like I just, I started to get tired of the hunt. You know, I I got tired of it. Like, listen, I'm a hunter by heart. I mean, literally, I mean, I'm a warrior too. We know that, but it's just like, sure. Can I? Of course, of course. And not to be cocky or whatever, like I don't have to really do too much because the guys just happen to fall right into my lap, right? If I'm interested, I engage. But if I'm not, you know, I'll I'll say thank you, baby. Thank you, boo. Thanks, boo. Heart, heart. Double tap. You know, something like that. Keep it casual. But that's just me by heart, you know. But it's just like, hey. Here it is now. These guys, again, great guys. They've served their purpose. They have served their purpose. Okay. And they've served it well. No shade, but respectfully. I just didn't want that anymore. I didn't want to be your call guy. You know, what I want is what I want. And I don't want to just be that convenience, you know, 
I just started to get tired of that, like around June and then July and stuff. And I started to slowly transition out from them. And by literally like by the beginning of August, I had stopped messing with them. Like I had stopped messing with them back in July. So I just wanted something different. But who would have known that I would have ended up meeting somebody who I was 100% interested in getting to know. And from there, it's just been that. Like, I have remained very much just focused on him. And it's just like, hey, if I was in a world where I was able to successively circular date, right? And give all these guys my attention, give all these guys my time because they all served a certain purpose as romantic candidates, right? As if you're the fucking bachelor or some shit like that. Like, I never had it like that. I never fucking had it like that. I never had that quality. I never had those those many options of quality with dating, at least in LA, right? Never. Never fucking ever. So by default, he was the dude. And I just, like I say, I had already cut off all the dudes, you know, and the fact that it was long distance, who would have known? Because two months before that, I was still so against long distance because what? If you've been listening to Nude Radio since season one, y'all know my trials and my tribulations. You know my testimony. And y'all know, ooh-wee, Kenny was against long-distance darling. But I just remember when I met him, I just wanted to keep seeing him. I didn't even think about anything. Like, I just wanted to see him again and again and again and again. So it wasn't hard to abstain. It wasn't hard to... um. I guess, to turn down the advances of like the guys that I had been connected with for so long, right? It just, because again, in August, by, by the end of August, I was already over them in that type of way. And if you guys are listening to my show, look, nine times out of 10, I've already told you, we've already had this conversation, but that's just what it was. And if, you know, look, I ain't going to get too much into it, but like, it is what it is. We've had that conversation most likely by this time. And y'all, y'all understand. And y'all did. Because what? We're grown. We're grown adults. And yeah, it's just like, I didn't mind abstaining. You know, we set, I guess I set an expectation, but Hey, like we see each other once a month, like, you know, these flights are relatively cheap. Like, let's do it. I pay for the hotel, blah, blah, blah. Let's let's see the city. Let's see the world. Right. Let's see different lands and stuff and experience them together. Make memories, you know, like let's make it special. Right. So for me, because like y'all know, I love masturbation, so it wasn't hard to not have sex. I mean, it's really not that it's really not that hard, especially when you get to the point where I was and it's like, sure, you have temptation. Yes. Oh, God. Like I mentioned that in previous episodes, uh, if you haven't heard fighting temptations, 
go listen to it because I dive deep into what that has been like. And I guess I can kind of like crack on it now, but it's just like, here it is. My DMs are filled with dudes, still he he and a ha ha and, and I miss yous and oh, when I'm going to see you again or I want to see you again or the vulgar, just like I want some dick again, you know, shit like that or whatever. And it's like, no, I don't want to give that to you anymore. I don't want you to have access to me in that way. I don't want you to feel comfortable enough to even approach me like that again. Like, even if I wasn't where I was now, I don't want you to talk to me like that again. I just don't. And these people, they don't know that they're annoying me. They don't know that they're frustrating me, but we have to communicate it if we feel that it's necessary. And I think that, you know, you shouldn't ghost. We're too grown. And especially like, like I say, these are guys who have gone back years. I mean, like three, four years for, I mean, years, right? Or more than that, actually. And it's just like, no, I'm good. I hope you've been well. You know, I'm good for that. (laughs) I'm good for that. So I just wanted to get to know this guy. And we set the expectations that we will be getting pretty exclusive. We were were like reaching certain stages that was leading towards, look, I don't have any other quality on my side, so I'm by default (laughs) not looking. I found you. I'm interested in you. My attention's on you. And yeah, it's no need for me to circular date. It's no need for me to date multiple people to see and and process of elimination. You know, like there was no need for that because by default, he was already the focus. And Look, I was just hoping that I was also the focus as well, but we set certain expectations to like really communicate what we wanted, what we saw from each other, what we wanted in each other and out of this, right? And what we wanted long-term, hypothetically. So at that point, it's just like, you know, the chemistry was there. It was tough in a good way right? The chemistry was all there. And it's just like, okay, let's get it. You know, no need for the Twitters, no need for your Tinders, no need for, what is it? Fucking Hinge and Plenty of Fish and Jacked and Grinder and like T.S. Madison say, Christian Mingle. <laughs> I love T.S. Madison, but No need for all of that stuff because, again, I found what I was looking for and I wanted to pursue that. I wanted to pursue him. So for me, I just felt like, okay, let's make sure that we don't have any confusion, right? Because that's what you want to do. You want to make sure that you guys are on what? The same page at all times and that you have a clear understanding of what's expected of you within your current relationship status, right? Because you're building towards that relationship and it's a relationship. I mean, again, a friendship is a relationship. It's just platonic, right? 
So you're in a relationship. It's just different stages in that particular relationship. So understanding exactly what you need from each other, right? How you guys show up, what's expected. That's going to be essential when dating, when you're figuring out, oh, are we exclusively dating all the way to the evolution of that past? What's next is, are we now boyfriend, girlfriend? Are we now in a committed relationship, right? So it clears up all of the confusion, in my opinion. So when you're dating exclusively, it's just like, it's that person, you know, that you, you're each other's mains, you know, you're each other's main focus. And it's just like, people can sometimes assume that, you know, that time, that energy, that you guys are really just, you know, investing in each other's uh, relationship together is just that, like you're only seeing each other. But Sometimes people look at it in different ways. That's why I say you have to look, you have to explain what this means, because some people could be dating you, actively dating you and wanting to date you exclusively. But again, they could be having that friend. They could be having that parent. They could be having society telling them that don't put your eggs in one basket. Date around explore, you know, sow your royal oats and all that shit. Look, I done did that already. Lord knows I have. I have plenty of soiled oats, okay? So I knew, for me, I knew that this guy was somebody that I wanted to get to know on a deeper level, period. And it just, it, it just all made sense. It didn't, make any other sense for me to again try to go see who's out who else is out there because honestly like the people that I had thought about before uh and I mentioned these people in like previous episodes I forget which episode um I think it was like I mentioned it in my episode the men that I've loved or one of those episodes I think it was But I mentioned that there were people of interest, right, that I may have overlooked. I remember mentioning that because I was talking about when these people made their pursuit of me very evident early this year, like at the beginning of the year. And remember, I broke up with my um, ex in December of 2020. So. I wasn't in a good place. I was not healed yet. And I didn't feel that I had any business getting to know anyone in a romantic way because I was broken, was broken. So, of course, y'all know this because y'all listen to the show. You know, y'all are my dedicated nudists and I love you so much. My God, I love you so much. Anyways, so I remember thinking like, oh, well, should I circle back because I'm in a good space now? And I did. And I had time to think. And no shade. I was just like, look, I think I think one of the people that I mentioned, sweet guy, sweet guy, bless his heart. But even before all of this, I was starting to get mm, 
I was starting to get, you know, like possible friendship vibes from him. You know, did we connect on a few different levels? Yes. But it's just like, I was like, I don't see us together. I don't see that actually happening. I think that we would be better off as friends. I remember thinking that. And that's where I feel like with him. So that's why I say, like, I didn't have any other options of quality just by default. It was just this one guy. And I wanted him. I wanted him. And that's, look, I was trying to stick by him. Okay. And I plan on sticking by him as long as he continues to stick by me. Right. So it's funny, like, you know, when we're dating and we decide, like, you know what? I have looked around. I have turned every stone. I have lifted every pillow to see who could be out there. And guess what? I found you. And it's just you. And I hope it's just me. So let's set our expectations. And let's actually get to start investing in more time in knowing each other. More time into growing with each other, right? And getting comfortable and building that trust and that vulnerability. Because those things matter. Those things fucking matter. Let's be friends. And let's also make sure that we understand that we are what romantically interested in each other okay because you want to be friends with your person right because when all things are said and done we are not fucking like rabbits right you want to be able to like actually be able just to call them for like 10 minutes or 30 minutes or however long just in the middle of the day just to check in or just to complain or vent about something stupid but it's just It matters because that's your friend and you want that for them, right? To be able to contact you just the same, you know, if something's on their mind, communicate it. Like you want to be able to talk to your person at the end of the day. And that's what I wanted. So that's what I felt with this guy. Like I just wanted to continuously get to know him to make the effort. I don't care how much coin it cost, you know. And Lord knows I have put <sighs> coin. <laughs> let me tell y'all that Miami trip. Look, let me tell. I don't even think I told him, but maybe I'll tell him because I <sighs> that Miami trip whooped my ass because I was like, these are a lot of unexpected expenses, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of dollars. This was supposed to be a relatively cheap trip. Why is this costing over a thousand dollars? why this was not the plan but i wanted to be with him i didn't give a care like i wanted to be with him by any means necessary i wanted to participate in what he was interested in it was going to be a new experience for me and i said what the hell what the fucking hell like you got the coin spend it like but baby when i tell you I looked back, I said, ooh, baby, I spent a lot of money on that trip. Lord knows I did. But it was it was fun. It was worth it. So I wanted to make that effort to fly five hours, you know, to spend all that money, to invest my time in this person, right? 
I wanted to do that and I'll continuously do that because I want to be with this person on the long road, right? That's what I would love, right? So inclusivity was just like, look, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not looking to talk to anybody. I'm not searching for no one. I want to date you exclusively. And I hope that you would have me the same. And that's when you have that conversation with your person and you're like, hey, I want you too. And I'm not looking to date anybody else. I'm not dating anyone else either. You're just the only one. Oh, cool. Perfect. So, okay. What do you see yourself doing, you know, in the near future as far as love goes? Oh, well, I want this. I want that. And blah, 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 blah. And then you set your expectations and like your goals. Right. And you meet in the middle. You meet in the middle. You figure out, hey. Not promising anything, of course, but you're the person I want to get to know. I'm the person you want to get to know. Cool. Let's get to know each other. Let's get close. There's nobody else, you know. And that's when you're dating exclusively. And then you got to think about, are you guys exclusively having sex too? Okay. Cause we're going to look, let's wake it up a little bit. Are you the person that I'm fucking? Am I the only person that you're fucking right? That's the conversation that you have to have. And you have to kind of like let go of ego because sometimes ego can get involved, right? We don't want to really know this true story sometimes. And you might have a partner that's very expressive and just say like, I'm not fucking anybody else. I'm just fucking you. I want to continue just having sex with you. My body feels comfortable with you and I don't want any other attachments or whatever. And that's, that's perfectly fine. That's respectful. And admirable, right? We love that. So you set that expectation like, look, okay, we're now exclusively having sex. We're getting tested together because sexual health is what? Important. Very much so. So going into this dating exclusively, you kind of want to set that, that precedent that, hey, Maybe I also want to just have sex with you exclusively as well. So for that reason, we need to get tested together. We need to make sure that we are at a clear understanding of our sexual health and our status, right? And do what we need to do to take whatever protocols and practices to make sure that we are in the safest space as possible, that we are mutually understanding of each other's sexual health and our bodies and our minds, because we don't talk about that too, like our mental capacity too, right? So that all ties into it. That all ties into it. And you just get to get closer. You get to have those moments of like clarity and like those moments of non-judgment and just getting to know each other on a deeper, deeper level and setting that tone that the goal is to have a long-term, healthy, happy, and unconditional, fruitful, successful, loving, sexy relationship, right? That was long. (laughs) 
But you get what I mean, right? So that's the goal. That's the goal, right? So when you are now just like thinking, hey, this is us dating. That's you exclusively dating. Now, when you are looking to get into a committed relationship, let's touch on that. So that's the next step. Ooh, we. Because getting into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now that, baby. Now that's the good one right there. Because now you have got to know each other on a deeper level. This is the person that you are sure about. There are no ifs, ands, buts, or maybes. No doubt. This is the guy. This is the girl. This is the person that you are for sure that you want to make your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your partner, however you want to call them, look, okay, you chuckied out, look, I don't fucking know, whatever y'all like, but this is the person that you want to be with, this is the person that you see yourself building a future with, right, Mm, how romantic, you can see yourself marrying this person, right? You can see yourself building a life with each other. You can see yourself showing up as, again, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner. When you guys are fiancés, you have those conversations. You set those goals. You see exactly where each other's heads are. And you what? Meet in the middle. You meet in the middle. And... You can see this person being your wife. You can see this person being your husband. Again, you can see this person being your committed partner. Whatever you choose to call them, you can see a long, healthy, happy, loving, successful, fruitful life together forever. Aw, how special. Don't we love that? That's when you have most likely met each other's friends. You've most likely talked about marriage. Again, not to scare each other off, but just to set a precedent of what your goals are. You know, because I'm the type of type, look, I'm the type that's like, look, nigga, I'm not about to waste my fucking time. Because Lord knows I do not like wasting my time. So what I need for you to do is to know that you want me. I'm letting you know that I want you. And uh, yeah, my people know about you. (laughs) Because for me, again, I don't date often. So when people close to me and us friends and family when they hear that somebody has caught my attention in a romantic way, when they hear that I'm starting to date someone or I'm getting to know somebody, right? I'm talking to them, you know, the quote unquote talking. Oh, we're talking. Uh-huh. And then if it evolves into, oh, we're dating and oh, we're exclusively dating. Oh, yeah. Oh, this person is my boyfriend. Ooh, baby, let me tell you, my parents are like, what? Finally, he's closer to marriage, which means he's closer to having a child. That's what my mom is hoping for. But 
it's the person that you happen to just to let them know, like, look, this is my goal. Because for me, I'll tell you this. My goal is to be married. My goal is to have my partner in crime, my cheerleader, my teammate, my safe space, right? My personal porn star. (laughs) You know, like, that's what I've always said that I wanted. Like, my best friend. I wanted all of those things. So that's my goal. And I want to have the benefits of being married, of course, which, of course, look, being married has tons of benefits for the good and the bad and the ugly. Look, we got to be smart and realistic, y'all. So I want that with my person and I want to be a parent, you know, like I want kids one day. I have a whole life that. I want for myself. I have three different lives that I could see myself living, you know, where I could go to sleep happy. Right. So that's just me setting my expectation for myself. And it doesn't have to scare the person off. And it's like when you mention those things, look, remember this, y'all. When you're starting to date, you're starting to get to know somebody. If you are an adult, a mature adult. It's nothing wrong with being open and honest and transparent about what your goal is as an adult when it comes to your romantic life. There's nothing wrong with it. So don't be afraid. Just go ahead and say it. Because if you feel that you're going to scare somebody off, maybe those people, I can bet you actually, not maybe, I could bet you some cryptocurrency (laughs) that those aren't the person or the people that you want to invest your time in in the first place. If you setting your goals scares that person off, then that's not the one that you want to be with in the first place. Let's get that straight. And understood, right? So when you're finally past that point and you're now transitioning out of just dating exclusively, now again, you guys met each other's parents. You've most likely met each other's best friends, like the people that really matter to that person, right? The people that really matter to you. You know, you've shared so many experiences together and you have the same goals, you have the same alignments when it comes to what you want for your life individually and now collectively, right? So at that point, that's when it's like, look, I know for sure that I would love to date you exclusively. And now I know for sure that I want you I want you, darling. I want you. Please have me. Take me. Hold me. Love me till I can. uh, We can be old and gray and just rocking on a rocking chair, right? Cute shit, right? Watching our grandkids play in the front yard and yelling at them and rubbing our dog or our kitty cat. I don't know. Y'all know I'm a hopeful romantic, not a hopeless romantic. 
but a hopeful romantic. So y'all know how I get down. Because again, you know, y'all are diehard nudists. Like y'all been rocking with me for two seasons, y'all. Two seasons. So you know how I fucking get down and how I show up. So when you're dating exclusively, like I told you, like you, I think you decide that again, you're having sex exclusively. And at that point, that's when you have to now cut your hoes off respectfully. Look, I don't want to demean anybody and dehumanize any any person. I, you know, I don't want to do that, but I'm just saying. At that point, you have to now cut your hoes off, baby. Because again, this person that you're getting to know, he or she or them, they're happening to cross off all the boxes that you desire in a person. So that's going to be sexually. That's going to be friendship wise that's gonna be you know that person that you're again when i say friendship wise it's the person that you're interested in like y'all aren't platonic friends by any means but y'all just happen to hang out a lot because again everyone has their purpose you know everyone has their role in your life right but again when you meet that person that you really truly want to be with and that you really and truly want to get to know it's time for them to take a hike respectfully, you know, and it's just like, how do you do that? How do you do that? Because for me, I'll just, you know, I'll go ahead and use myself personally. I mean, recently I decided, I think I had decided like, look, okay, let's date exclusively. Let's exclusively have sex right it was something that was already being practiced at least on my end i didn't too much ask him too many questions because i guess at that time like i didn't really want to know the answer because i guess look ego so (laughs) but i was already practicing it but at this point we just again got to a certain level and stage where it's like okay Let's go ahead and paint this picture. Let me explain what it looks like to me. If it looks the same to you, perfect. Let's set that expectation. And at that point, all of the guys, because for like the last three and a half, you know, months and stuff like that, like they were all shooting their shot because they all had access to me for so long. They didn't know that, I mean, they had no clue that I had transitioned from not wanting them in that type of way because I didn't see my life going that way anymore. And now here it is a month later, I meet this person who ends up being someone that I really fucking want to get to know. Right. So they had no clue. And again, they didn't know what they were doing was pissing me off and getting on my nerves and all that stuff. Right. So everybody's still shooting a shot. And now I'm at a stage where I'm having to turn, turn them down. Ooh. Like, how do you do it? That's my question. Like when you decide to exclusively date, when you decide to exclusively have sex with, 
your person, right? What does that look like for your previous roster or your pre-existing roster? Do you make a status? Do you make a tweet? Do you make a story post? Like, do you make an announcement that you are now off the market? Or do you tell them individually? Do you send them a text like, hey, hope you've been well. Hey, by, by the way, I got to know somebody. I'm getting to know someone. I appreciate the time that we've had, but I'm going to pursue this person in a romantic way. Like, how do you do it? How you cut your hose off? Because I pretty much have been telling them like, hey, yeah, um, I'm not available in that type of way anymore because I'm getting to, to I'm dating someone. You know, I'm seriously dating someone like that's what I've been telling the, the guys in my DMs, at least, because they don't know any better. I mean, we haven't fucked around in forever at this point. So it's just like. They're probably like, where the fuck has Kenny been at? I mean, and they actually do ask that. Like, where have you been? I miss you. And I'm like, here my ass goes. If y'all look, if y'all also look at my DMs, you'll see what I'm talking about. You'll see, um, oh, okay. I hope you're doing well. I think it was one of the guys um, that I had been messing with for years, for fucking years, right? He was wanting what he usually wants. And I told him, like, look, I'm not available for that anymore. I'm getting to know somebody right now in a serious way. I'm dating someone uh, seriously, you know. And he was just like, okay, well, you know, I don't want to mess with anybody in a relationship and all that stuff. And I'm like, okay. No, I'm like, no, you're fine. Look, again, you're perfect. I was like, no, you're fine. He was like, well, it was good while last. Say good luck. And I'm like, okay, good luck. <laughs> okay, good luck. Thanks. <laughs> like, but hey, and if we see each other, it's no love lost because again, like we're adults, you know, so that could have been me on the other end. You know, that could have been me reaching out to him and him telling me like, hey, like I'm dating someone or I'm in a relationship and we can't do what we used to do. And I would have had to like take that. I mean, I, I just would have had to take it and be like, okay, I, I respect you for letting me know that. Thanks. And we can move on and we can see each other out in public and just like, again, show respect to each other and be cordial, you know? And it was one of the guys um, a few days ago. He had been, again, they don't know that I've that I have been like off the market and not interested for almost four months at this point. They just are thinking like Kenny just disappeared and we just miss him so much. So this one dude, he's like, Oh, I just miss your company. Like I really want to see you. I hope to see you very soon and all this stuff. And here I here I go. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. So if he digs again, do I say, hey, respectfully, you know, we can't see each other in that type of way, you know, because 
by the way, I'm dating someone or by the way, I'm in a relationship at that point. Like, when do when do I tell him? Do I I wish him love and light and send him on his way and just hope that he catches the hint? You know. But when when do you do it? I'm curious. And y'all know, let me know. Uh, of course, y'all know y'all can hit me up on Instagram at Nude Radio 101 and on Twitter under the same title at Nude Radio 101 or slide in my DMs respectfully at Kenny Heflin on Instagram. But tell me your stories. Like, how do you cut off your people? How do you let them know, like, you are no longer available or that you are no longer interested in what they had to offer or what they have to offer to you, right? So how do you let them know? I'm curious. And when do you feel that you're comfortable enough to transition out of dating exclusively versus actually being in a serious relationship, you know, with somebody to the point where you can say, this person's my boyfriend, this person's my girlfriend, this person is my partner. And I am sticking by them. I want to grow and flourish with them in the long way, right? Like, when do you feel comfortable enough to do that? What are the signs? You know, what's the timeline? What does that look like? Do you just feel it? Is it a feeling? Do you know when you're ready to just say, you know what? I throw my hands up and I'm letting God, I'm letting the universe, I'm letting love guide me. I'm letting my heart, I'm letting my intuition guide me. Right? Oh, gosh. Oh. And then, of course, there is the next, the next stage. Do I want to give a peek into that? I'm sure, look, y'all are smart, okay? I, I think I know what y'all, I think you know what, I, what, I, what I'm leaning towards. What's that next one? That was a clue. <laughs> when is that stage? When do you say your favorite four-letter word? Mm-hmm. Once you're in that committed relationship or once you're in that polygamous relationship and that you guys have like a true understanding on what you see yourself showing up as, as a couple or as a troop, (laughs) when do you now, when do you now go into that next phase? In saying the L, the O, the V, and the E. Ooh, mm, when do you say that? Because that's next on Nude Radio. But we'll topic uh, that right on off. Right on (laughs) the hour mark. Here we are. So, again, go ahead. Like, subscribe, follow me at Nude Radio on all streaming platforms, anywhere that you can find a podcast. 
Nude Radio Streaming. Catch up on all my past episodes. Write me, slide in my DMs respectfully at Nude Radio at Twitter and Instagram. 101. So at Nude Radio 101 on Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead and follow me. Go ahead and slide in them DMs. Tell me your stories. Tell me if you guys uh, disagree. Tell me if you agreed with this episode regarding the differences between dating exclusively versus being in a committed relationship or open a committed open relationship, right? Because it's the same thing, right? So tell me the difference, if there is a difference in your opinion. And also let me know if and when you felt that there was the perfect time to say, I love you. Mm -hmm. Love. I love you. But like I say, that's going to be the next episode of Nude Radio. Go ahead and follow me also at Kenny Heflin on Instagram. I cannot wait to hear your stories. I'm excited. And I cannot wait to touch on this next episode because I got some other questions. But tune in. I love you guys for loving me. Go ahead, like, subscribe. And I love you so much. Y'all have a great, beautiful, healthy, and fruitful weekend. Okay? Bye.